Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It's episode 108 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Hey, I gotta, I gotta tell you. So, it's what is today? The Sunday, the it's Valentine's Day. Sunday, the 14th of yeah. February. Yeah. Um, I'm a year older since the last time I saw you, Ben, and everybody the else. Entire year. Um, I'm 39, and I have this campaign which I constantly keep telling my wife. Uh, I'll tell her 39. Uh, TBT. TMT. I just throw out hashtags at her every time mm. I see her, which is for total body transformation, total mental transformation. And I, I was, that's not what those hashtags stand for. Correct? Well, that's what they stand for. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. You know, that's I, what they I do. Stay, I just made them up. ASAP, TMI. So, <laughs> DTF, whatever. Fuck you. I'm not um, sure. So I decided that uh, I was going to make a change this year, uh, three, 365 till 40. That was my other one. So I have a year till I'm 40. And Are I, these I, things that you say to like to, to motivate you? To I try. Fire burning? Well, I was saying them. I don't say them anymore because just like everybody else. Uh, no, you should. Nice. Well, okay. I'll start again. <laughs> but, uh, so one of the things that one of my uh, New Year's resolutions was and my 39 year to 40 uh, resolutions was that I was going to be in the best shape that I've ever been. So I have. When did you make this resolution? prior to new year's i mean was this something that you like oh, I always at like 31 oh, yeah, you told yeah. yourself like in the back of your I, mind i said i got nine more years to lay around or eight, you know eight more years in that last year that's when i'm going to change my life did you plan on procrastinating and then turning into ken shamrock at 100, the last minute 100 percent. and you know because i felt like <laughs> i i guess ultimately at 30 years old i felt like at 30 years old i felt like uh 40 was halfway because they, yeah, it's what they say. Yeah, at least. But yeah, I'm not gosh. feeling that way so much anymore. I'm feeling like 30 was probably halfway. Oh, okay. So uh, what I did was I was I was telling myself, like, I'm not going to go to the gym. But, you know, I was running for a while there. I was losing weight. I was feeling Bet, good. Wait, hold on. Best shape of your life. Best shape of for my sure. life. For uh, sure. I'm not going to the gym. That's where we're at so far. <laughs> okay. No, I'm well, just writing this down. I'm just saying, like, what was working for me more than anything was just running, not necessarily lifting weights. So when I say the best shape, yeah, I mean, no, like, I'm talking about healthy, not physically muscular. I'm just saying, right. like, you know, ideal weight, healthy, uh, eating right, all that kind of stuff. You don't being plan more... on being one of those uh, male country singers. You ever, you ever notice, like, every single male country singer now? I don't have the ass for it, dude. Like, I'm telling you, who does? Uh <laughs> It used to be like a male country singer just look like straight hillbilly. Now they look like. I bet you if we played a game that if I said men's health cover or country singer, that's a good idea. I'm gonna write yeah. that down. Men's health um, cover dude or country singer. I think they overlap now. It would really be hard to tell the difference. They all wear a super tight wet shirt or a V-neck or a combination of the two. Uh, so all right, yeah. So no. Anyway, so I thought about getting a hold of you, and I, I might have at some point said, "Hey, dude, I need that D, uh, the uh, the DDP yoga." You did, sorry, because that. you know I felt like you were telling me, and I saw that video of the guy that was it was like an, a, a paratrooper that was like crippled and ready for death. Yeah, and then yeah. he bounded all. He the He went way from back. being a vegetable to 
So I felt like I'm halfway in the middle there, so that could probably be <laughs> right. beneficial to me. And it's DDP, so why not? I right? like it. I do. I was going to give it a I'm, shot, but I yeah. didn't want to pay for it. I figured if you've got it, you could just give it to me. Yeah, I don't pay for it either. All right. So with that being said, uh, I did. I have not had any pop or what other people would call soda or Coke really? or Pepsi since my birthday. So it's been Which since December fun. 29th. I oh, haven't yeah. drank anything at all except for I have had... Five beers, two of them I had to have at the when I saw Nick DiPaolo at uh, Zany's in January because it's a two-drink minimum. Oh, you went then, again? Same place? Yeah. And then three... Muncie Indiana got, Jones? Yeah, you sent okay. you the... T- right. Okay. Right. So, and then three of them uh, I had at the... Um, I just went and saw Gilbert two weeks ago, which mm-hmm. I you know mm-hmm. you weren't able to make. But um, what's... So other than that, I've only had water. No juice, no anything. Strictly water with every meal all the day, all the time. And I do go to, uh, I drink a protein shake in the morning for breakfast. But nice. other than that, that's the only fluids I drink. Wow. Hasn't had any effect as far as weight loss. <clears throat> really? People promise me that when I stop drinking Diet Pop, oh, 10 pounds right away. Oh, 10 pounds if you stop drinking. Bullshit. Ain't help. I always thought, um, I cut it out for a while. Now I go back once in a while. But uh, I always thought that that would be true. Like if you just cut out the pop, well, well, then people go, oh, that, that's for regular pop. Diet pop, no. Well, that might be true. However, it can't be a bad thing to cut out sure. all that shit in diet. Yeah. So now I eat, like, for lunch, I'll eat, like, uh, hummus, pita chips, maybe some uh, celery stalks. Like, I really, Whoa, I really. You're on a kick. I really eat crazy, and I use that, like, my fitness pal. Me too. But I, but. Oh, let's be friends not, so I can, like, talk shit about I'm you. not losing any physical weight. I can definitely tell that I'm my body is changing. You're talking about your poop. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Me either. Then. So, with that being said, uh, I also once again fell for this trick of uh, taking a colon cleanse or doing the colon. Did cleanse. you really? This you is know- the fourth time I've done it. Now, the three other times I did it, I didn't even finish <laughs> it. It was so disgusting. But again, my my buddy at work said, "Oh, you'll at least lose five to ten pounds." I've never heard of anybody losing anything but at least well three to five, three to five. <laughs> I lost no pounds. I think I gained some weight on the thing. For somebody who bags on my um, magic magician hat wearing, I do not for sure because again, I got thinking. screwed. Like you constantly get on me, but yet you jump on the board for these like uh, get, uh, get, fly get, by night, get rich quick, no, get, get skinny get slim quick. quick. <laughs> right. That's all I got. Because here's the thing: the three sixty or you know uh, whatever three sixty <laughs> till forty. I don't really want to work hard for it. I just want the payoff. So the I'm trying that, to. The fact that you're not going on the advertisements on like porn, like like you want you want your you want your dong to be a foot bigger. Like the fact that you're not buying those. Well, is that's amazing. next episode at this point. Well, if you can't lose the weight, there's always. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you did. Uh, are you yeah. you're seriously eating like really healthy? Yes, I am. I mean, I've now I feel I, like the tables have turned. Now this I'm now nice. I'm getting like to the point where though I just I'm just saying like forget it because it's not I'm just not getting the results that I want to get. So I'm like forty one. You know what I mean? 40 is a good year. One yeah. more year being but, out of shape. Yeah, it's start, okay. no, but who starts on zero? Right. Never. You right. always start on like zero doesn't count. And then one's the real. <laughs> right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah. So, I've, I've pretty much been, uh, and I really haven't drank. I, I've had maybe two cigars this whole year so far. So, you're it's talking been, in been grim. roughly six to eight weeks. You haven't seen much no. much difference. No. But, but I've done, in all fairness, and I have an Apple Watch. Which tells me I do stand up once every twelve you. hours. <laughs> I have been making that mark. Okay. Um, have you I, been running? No. 
Uh, well, because what I wanted to do was I wanted to do that thing where people convince themselves and they go, well, what I'll do is I'm going to try to do the diet thing. And then once that sort of levels off, I'm going to kick it up into the exercise gear and move it to that next. Yeah. Like so this, I can get over that. I used plateau. to know this like super swole dude. He looked like a, like a cover model guy. And he used to always tell me like, dude, 80% diet, 20% exercise. I'm like, you're at the gym like eight hours a day. That doesn't, <laughs> those, those numbers don't, don't equate. Not for most people. I think the thing is now, now I'm, now I'm attributing it to the fact that I'm old and I, I'm the one of those, one of those harder, people that go like this. Yeah. Hey, listen. I mean, when I was 20, all I would have to do is diet and it was just weight would fall off. Yeah. And now to me, it's like I'm making that excuse of like, it's, it's near impossible. When I was point. a teenager, I would like fall asleep in a pile of fish sticks. It didn't <laughs> matter. Like it never mattered. Your metabolism is just so crazy. Dude, it was ridiculous. I remember, uh, I've told you before, like when I was a kid, I, I was always um, <clears throat> very sheltered. Well, this also spilled over into like culinary life as well. I mean, it was like everything we ate was home home cooked, and there wasn't like a ton of it. It was ramen I mean, noodles. It was spam. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a big deal when after church once in a while we would my dad would take us out. Shoney's and, and all my no no all my friends from Munster would go to uh, like Bennigan's or somewhere <laughs> nice air quotes, <laughs> and we would go like ah let's go. Get, we'd go to like Long John Silver's or something. But that was like a big. Right. Uh, not a huge deal, you had a, but, you had a lot, but like, there was a lot of kids in your view. It was four, four yeah, yeah, it was four of us. So it was like, ooh, this is a real treat. And I used to I make fun of it, but then I think back and I go, well, Dan was still shouting out 30 bucks or right. something. And then back in the 80s, that was a, a, a bitch to do. But I mean, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Why was I talking about Long John Silver's? Uh, oh, culinary. Okay. It would spill into culinary stuff. And uh, so when, when I became a uh, teenager or got a little bit of emancipation, it was. Oh my god, dude! It was like no one's here to tell me I can't order five pizzas. You know what I mean? Right. And, like I would, I would eat like crazy because it's like the Catholic schoolgirl syndrome. Like I had been, my I had been a uh, uh, no pizza left uneaten. I had been, yeah, I had been. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no breadstick left behind. <laughs> I had been, I had been repressed so bad that like as soon as I got freedom, I was like. Oh, I love Gardettos. You know what I should do? I should buy like six bags of them and just pour them on my belly. That way, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I can scoop right rye bagel bastard. chips. You know, I tell <laughs> I tell bad. my son all the time. I go, you know how I turned into this because I used to not use a spoon. I'd get like three scoops of chocolate chip ice cream and then I put um, chips Ahoy cookies and use the cookies as my spoon. Wow, that sure as hell beats a spoon. <laughs> See, I never could do that. I I think I've told you before about my buddy Fuzz who had like a snack cabinet, and I would stay the night at his house once in a while. And uh, since he always had like star crunches and zebra cakes and and uh, uh, oatmeal cream pies, they had like a cabinet full of them. Uh, it wasn't a big deal to them. And so I would stay the night there and it'd be like one in the morning. I'd be like, hey, I'm kind of hungry. I'm like, oh, you can go to the snack cabinet. And I would wake it up and the heavens would part and I would just be like, holy shit. And you I would, open it and it just piles onto you or you're just a pile of. <laughs> yeah, I would try. I would Susie be, Q's on top of you. I would be trying to save star crunches in my ass for later. <laughs> like I would. You <laughs> keister stash the Twinkie. I would stash those little jelly rolls, and uh, and and I'd be like, "Dude, you got to get in on this." And he'd be like, yeah, "That's no, I'll get one later." No, not later. There, dude, there won't be a later. You got to eat now. So I got that way when I was a teenager, but it didn't matter. So by the time I hit like my mid twenties, I'm married or whatever. You still think that applies? So you come when you go, "Yeah, pizza for you, pizza for me." Well, now you're paying for it too. That's so. how we. Yeah, yeah. Now it's now you have to. So there is something to that old age thing. Yeah, I'm just telling you, like, I, I, DDP maybe the the I have the I feel like because of the guy that jumped out of airplanes and was pretty much a vegetable is able to do it. I I really can't I can't get to that Sean T level, no. but I feel like I could get to the. My wife still argues to me right now she could pick up P90X and knock out a P90X. 
right today. Your wife might be, <laughs> might, like she might be your, slightly incorrect about something. out of your mind. I, once in a while, I'll dabble with the insanity again, and I just go, Jesus Christ. Dude, it's, until you're, like, in it, it's, that's why DDP is good, because it's, like, it's, it can be challenging, but it's more, like, mobility, and there's, right. you will sweat and stuff, but it's not that upper echelon. Like, insanity is for people, like, you think you said it before, that are already in really right. good shape and want to be Get super cut. Level. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's for. So you're going to have to work double hard to lose half the weight. Yeah, it sounds uninteresting. I mean, at some level, I also want to say, like, you know what, man? Life's short. I want it to be a little bit longer, though. So, you know, I'm still. But I, so, so far, all I've done is cut out, cut out the, uh, the pop. That's, that's really, it. Well, yeah. that's good. I, oh, I, we don't need to make the whole thing about diet, but I, did I tell no. you, I haven't, I haven't eaten meat since before Halloween. No. I didn't tell you that? No. That was the other thing that's, that that's funny because we haven't podcasted in a while. And, and I, I, I was think not... so some tep since September. No, so. was it really? Yeah, I think oh, so. Jesus Christ. Well, I was on the way here and I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if Dave created the monster or I'm not sure how the genesis of this came about, but I never thought I was really like left wingy or, or what, you know, I never thought I was, I never considered myself any kind of hippie or anything like that until I started podcasting with you <laughs> and juxtaposed to, to your opinions and stuff, I seemed that way. I don't know if that was a coaxing direction. Dude, I'm like, I'm full on. The, the fact that I didn't have a hacky sack and was kicking it in through your door is amazing. I haven't eaten, uh, and I should, I'm not going to brag about this because any day I'm going to break. And you're going to find me like underneath the Viduct with just like, uh, I'm like, dude. Are you doing CrossFit? No, right. no. Okay. I'm barely working out. That's okay. that's that's, that's, okay. that's the other thing is you think Oh man, that's so cool! Like, or not no, so I cool? Don't. No, not so cool. But you like, I would always equate that to health. It's not, dude. It's, it's really not at all. I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I lost any weight. I probably look shittier with my shirt off now than before. Because <laughs> what you do is you go, well, my wife. I'll, I'll, I'll back up just a, a, a hair. My wife started sending me all these 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 goddamn PETA videos. And all that stuff. And I know they're a punchline and I get it. And I can make those jokes too. They're not hard. But when you watch them, I was just like, oh, I didn't have a good argument. I didn't have a good argument to are go like. Are you eating dog and cat? What kind of PD yeah, videos are you course, talking about? Of course I am. I mean, no, what I'm saying, like. Chinese food doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? That she sent you a video of like chickens that are being like, their uh, beaks are getting smacked like, off? Yeah. What? Like the, the dairy, the meat industry in, in a whole. Like when they show the cattle. And how poorly they're treated, and um, that's not that's not what kind of podcast this is. Uh, yuck, yuck, cutting off the front of their beaks. Um, but yeah, she, the whole the whole meat industry is really gross, right? So it, here's the thing: I'm not really anti meat. I think I'm going to start buying it, but from like smaller places, like right. farms and shit. You can do that, you know? Like what the grass fed. Yeah, I'm not like the food chain. I get it. I feel like we're on the top. I'm okay with that. But it's it's kind of gross the way. Because, dude, I eat, like, Wendy's and stuff a lot. You know what I mean? Like, how they get it, right. it's bad news. You want to go to a place where they kill the, the animals, die from dance marathons rather than, you I know. would prefer it. <laughs> I would prefer dance. Or maybe, like, even, like, a game show right. or something. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm sorry, right. Daisy. but uh, You knew what you were getting into. You're the unlucky cow. And they hit a gong. <laughs> something like that. That's, that's I don't know. Just whatever. But but I, I would think that that was a healthy thing. But, no, I probably look shittier. Do you uh, feel shittier? I don't you, feel good. Like listless no, and tired. I don't feel because what you do is you go like it's it's all like ethical or moral. You go that's not right what they're doing. I don't think that's correct and it's kind of gross. So you stop eating it. However, you trade that for sugar of essentially because you so, trade you trade it for pasta and bread. So you go like I'm not going to eat that. Well, I still eat fish by the way, uh, but it's like I'm not going to eat uh, that because I think that's bad. So instead, I'll do pasta without it. But you're just trading. 
So you like okay, uh, you, your conscience may feel better, but your stomach gets a bunch of carbs and sugar. So it it, right. it blows. It's I don't feel good. I'm not happy about it. I'm only doing it now because once uh, you get into a serious, uh, you want to be able to brag about it. Well, it's just once I get into something, it's like I kind of want to push it as so far just, as I can. Right. So, but one day you, I, like I said, I will be found. Like I'll be behind KFC in their dumpster, just <laughs> licking up grease. Like I quit. I'm I out. I honestly do not miss pop at all. I, I don't thought drink I much would, of it. I don't drink much of it. But it's I don't. Not, it's, like, it's, uh, when we we went out today, uh, like we went to a, a Mexican restaurant, and my wife ordered, you know, they'd pop with their dinner or whatever. And, like, right away, the very first thought, is, like, my, my my mouth is watering. Like, oh, I like a cold, cold soft drink. And then I get water, and I forget it. I just move on. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, I, it, that I thought was going to be a harder, because in the past, I've tried to not drink it, and it just, it's around so much. I think the only way that's worked for me is stuff like that is to treat certain things like they are a treat. Like, mm. if you go out to eat with your wife or something, go ahead, have a soda. Other than that, no. Because then way, that way, it's not a big deal. Dude, I'm your like, brain's not... I'm like Barney from The Simpsons when it comes to soft drinks. I can't. <laughs> it time. begins! <laughs> I have a Mountain Dew! <laughs> That's exactly what exactly. happens. So, yeah, I just stick you know, stay away from... make a breakfast one. <laughs> Speaking of going out to eat, did you do anything for Valentine's Day? I did not. Unless you count going to Menards with my kids and hoping it would be done quickly. No, no, no. I, I, you know what? I didn't because I, I worked last night. I, uh, I mean, I got the wife like flowers and stuff like that. But no, we didn't do um, like a thing. Not yet. We didn't have a sitter. We probably will later. Well, we're as, gonna go to two one nine day at the Hammond Civic Center. Oh, sweet party! <laughs> we're gonna party region rat style. As you know, I, um, I often get annoyed by things. Yeah. And so you know, I've been writing a list. That's down a symptom of, last of lack of inner peace. So it, absolutely. <laughs> um, so we went to a restaurant that's. You know, right near here called it's a it's called Cafe Borgia. It's like a little Italian restaurant. Monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we went there, and I was looking. I was while we were waiting. I was Yelp. I looked at the Yelp. I'm like, let's see what people say about this because you know I often add my opinions to Yelp. Mm-hmm. And the only real <laughs> critique of the place was that it had high ceilings, which created a very noisy atmosphere. It was it sort of took away the ambiance a little bit. But I was okay. like, not whatever. as cozy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, everything was good. Food was good. Oddly enough, like the whole time, I was looking at our waiter. He was a, a, a Hispanic dude who was trying to play himself off as an Italian dude, but he was a Hispanic dude. <laughs> Wrong gel. He, he he refrained from speaking as much as possible because he didn't want to let the 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 allure. Yeah, you know, he used the wrong hair product. Like, it's very mm, yeah. easy. Yeah, I was like, eh, it could go either way, but I'm pretty sure this guy's with the right speak. chain. He could have been Persian. <laughs> exactly. So uh, at one point, I'm like, tell my wife, I'm like, this guy looks like somebody I know. So then I, I told my wife quickly, I said, Google Johnny Tapia, the boxer, is a Mexican boxer. who yeah. ended up, You know who he is? Yeah, I mean, okay. a little bit. He's covered in tattoos. Yeah. He, he was a bad drug addict, and then he found Christ, and then he was a, still, a bad drug ad, drug, still a bad drug addict, and then ended up dying. Okay. Um, so then I said to her, Jesus I go, Jesus can't win them all. I wonder how, how many times this guy's been told he looks like Johnny, uh, Johnny Tapia. And she's like, I don't know. I mean, he probably doesn't even know who he is. I'm like, dude, who doesn't know who Johnny Tapia is? Especially this guy's That's Mexican. Silly. No way in hell he doesn't yeah. know who Johnny Tapia is. He's so the guy posters. comes over and I go, hey, has anybody told you you look like Johnny? Has anybody told you look like Johnny Tapia? And he goes, no. Like that. And I go, oh, all right, dude. I go, I just. Was you like, hey, Bubba yeah, Tapia, who's this? Uh, <laughs> who's this Tapia? I, go, I know. I know. Speak of the boxing. I, I go, uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I go, no offense. I, you know, I just think you really look like him. And I always was going to tell my wife, like, hey, show me your phone and let him look for himself. But the guy sort of like dismissed himself. Like less, like less of a maniac, but still him. He, so, so, well, he was covered, you know, you know, he had a, like a tuxedo style shirt on him. Like it could be Tapia. Like, like I, I don't know. Like how I look at Bradley Cooper's ugly yeah. brother. <laughs> right. well, I was going to get there, but anyway. <laughs> oh, so he walks up to the front of the restaurant and I see him like kibitzing with a couple of the other guys, and I'm thinking, I wonder if he's telling them like this asshole just told me I look like Johnny Tapia. Is it yeah. a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Not I mean, an insult. Yeah. Well, the guy died of a drug overdose. He was kind of a, a pos a little so bit. Kurt you know? Cobain, I'd be thrilled. Okay, well, then I look over and he's got his hands on his hips, chest puffed out, and he's standing there looking around the restaurant. I'm like, this is jo- this is Johnny Tapia. So my wife is convinced. She's like, what if? And I said. <laughs> <laughs> what if I expose this guy for for you know he's he he, like faked his, he faked his death, moved to Munster, Indiana, and now waits tables in peace, and now I've exposed him. He's tapping you know belly. I mean? <laughs> no, <laughs> but ultimately, uh, after we had a good laugh at his expense, I was thinking to myself, like, have you ever like told somebody, hey, has anybody ever told you? I know people tell you. Yeah. You look like Bradley Cooper, uh-huh. retarded brother. Yeah, yeah. But has anybody Can't get enough of that? Has anybody ever, or have you ever, saw somebody and been like, "Man, that person looks," and then been compelled to tell them? Yeah, there was a guy that looked like Patrick Swayze. That's he's what? at a bar like ne- like near my house or where I work, but he looks like Patrick Swayze. But... Did you just do like left boot and look at him and give him the wink? Like or... if Patrick Swayze. Okay, see here's where here's the as counter- soon as they lose a couple miles off their fastball, they're not. You know what I mean? Right. If Brad Pitt's brother. Have you ever seen him? No. Now they handsome. Yeah, he looks like Brad Pitt, kinda. But right, th- but it's not doing you, it for If me. somebody said they were brothers, you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. If somebody told you they're brothers, you wouldn't be surprised. But you wouldn't. You if you saw him by himself, you would be like, "That's definitely." Brad I could see the brother. bloodline, but you're not nearly right. as handsome. Right. Yeah, there's a guy that looks like Patrick Swayze. Like, yeah, definitely. Definitely, very much so. I work with a guy that reminds me of... Uh, reminds of, you of... R- reminds me of... Kind of looks like a, a bit of Dennis from uh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Like the, the real vain one. I work with a guy who, who, who looks a bit and just sort of but, has that... But... Okay, so those are both positives, right? Because... Yeah, we can argue that Patrick Swayze is a handsome man, and and, yeah. and the guy from It's Dennis Always Sunny is a, is a good looking dude, uh, and even Johnny Tapia is not a, not a bad looking dude. Mm-hmm. But if you ever see a guy that like really made, you're like, dude, that guy really looks like Michael Moore. Like, how <laughs> oh, like do you not tell him, even though he appears like a celebrity, which mm-hmm. would maybe flattering? And you, you're if you saw a guy that looked like Michael Moore, and you're like, I'm confident somebody has to have told this guy he looks like Michael Moore. It's I like did ridiculous. know a guy once that reminded me a lot of Steve Buscemi, and I told him. And, and how did that was, go? He was just like, oh, okay. Like, he kind of took it like, all right, cool. I was like, no, don't get me wrong. You guys, both, his grill's jacked up, too. And I mean, like, both of you guys have bad teeth. It's not just you. So don't, like, don't be you like, guys, I have listen, bad It's teeth. not about the teeth. Your, your, your face also looks He's got bad it's... teeth, and it doesn't look like he eats. So, I mean, you probably get a meal. Because people have told me before that they believe that I, I, when I wear a backwards hat, that I look like Kevin James without, when I'm not wearing my glasses. I've heard that. Hold on. I'm trying to, I'm trying From... to not look at you and do. I I I could I could I could see. Where I mean, it's not a from. spitting image, but yeah, I mean, yeah. he, I I don't think he's a super unattractive guy. I mean, the fact no. that we're both fat doesn't make me feel good about it. Because I'm like, you mean the face or he carried zookeeper whole, just that, fine? That's true. And he was in a movie where he was a mixed martial arts guy. He was in a movie where Rosario Dawson pretended to fall in love with him. Right, that's you could true. do worse. And the Leah Remini on King of Queens. Yeah. Yeah, you could do worse so, than that. Well, both, he wrote the show. They're both really good actresses. I'm pretty confident that if I wrote a show much like Woody Allen or um, 
uh, Larry David, I would only cast against myself with people that were completely unattainable, like if in the real world. For I me. would do like Adam Sandler does. And yeah, same find with him. every single hottest chick ever. And and be like, like, you know who's my wife? Um, who could fit? Kate Beckinsale should be with They're like, well, how come? Well, you know, because she I hasn't mean, been her yet. She's got a lot of uh, uh, boobs, you know, and then, <laughs> that, would, that would be it. He yeah. had, he had uh, Kate Beckinsale, and then who was the, the model chick, the, the, the blonde girl with the Brooklyn Decker? Decker. Yeah, that Brooklyn Brooke? Decker. Yeah, her and Kate Beckinsale. I think those were in two closely made films. And after that, I was just like, I'm officially 100% out. Come Drew on. Barrymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, um, uh, what's her name? The, the Hispanic chick. Uh, uh, the chick from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, uh, God. Selma, this trip, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek was uh, his yeah, love interest? Yeah, in Grown Ups. She's married. That's his wife. Oh, my God. Who is he? Come on. Dude. What are you doing? <laughs> so you're right. Oh, you're well, on I the would money. do it, too. Oh, I the, can't. Chick, the chick that played Veronica Vaughn in Billy Madison. Super hot. Super hot. The chick from in the Happy Gilmore movie. Don't know who that is, but she's really The only one that wasn't really good looking was Punch Drunk Love, and he had no... He had no um, Standards, because he was a say. He had no say in that. Oh, because he was an actor. It wasn't his it film. It wasn't his film. But even in the, the new movie, that ridiculous six, it's the it's his wife. That I'm going to be his, uh, that plays his wife, a and she's hot too. Architect uh, who goes to uh, Hawaii, and uh, his wife is a Sports oh, Illustrated oh. swimsuit model. Who was the chicken, Little Nikki? I don't remember. Oh, I blocked and, that out. Like, and like, uh, like what's PS- her name? PTSD. One of my favorites. Now I can't remember her name either. Uh, uh, the dark haired chick that played Lydia Dietz. Oh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. One of them? Yeah, in um, uh, the one where Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. So yeah, Maybe. the dude yeah. has a, a hundred. Like we definitely have the same style. I don't blame There's, him, oh, but no it's way. like, come on, dude. No, I mean, just. But like, here's the thing. Here's the flip side of that. If you're in an Adam Sandler movie, you're getting paid. And you know whether it's good or bad, people will see it. I mean, maybe not now. Maybe yeah. it's good. We're getting no, to still, the, I mean, we're getting to the end of that line. But Pixel still made some money. Look at Seth Rogen's now doing the same thing. And why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. Well, name a movie that he wasn't in. He does it like, with dudes, though. <laughs> he does it with dudes. He casts uh, Zach Efron and uh, James Franco. He's like, all my buddies are going to be guys with good ass. Well, here's the thing. There's, there's chicks... That are really hot, and then if you want to go to that next hotter level, it's got to be a dude like Zac Efron. Like he supersedes yeah. the hottest. He's chick like, I'll be seen. like the pot smoking silly guy, and I'll be friends with uh, Brad Pitt and like uh, you know like Rob Lowe's like my like my roommate or whatever. He just starts being like the like best looking uh, guys you can think of. When when I don't know how we got on this, but oh, because I was asking you if you would ever tell a guy that looked like Michael Moore, like if, if it would ever compel you to pull him aside and, and yes, Buscemi for you. It's probably I more don't, insulting. I, I don't do it much, but I feel like I would. I would. Yeah, I, I would just uh, coat it with uh, something nice. You know the other I mean? thing I was going to say is, so on the bathrooms, instead of having men and women, they had a statue of David, but it's like a dark lit hallway, and they have different statues for like like a, a Venus statue or something. Of David. Yeah, it's, that tells you it's the men's bathroom. Okay. You know, the naked David statue, and I'm thinking, okay, let's just go ahead and just say men and women. I, I hate novelty. Like I know you're a, uh, it's sort of corny, but. Just straightforward men and women. Signs. I don't even always know which symbol is right. Okay, yeah, I'll see an arrow and go. I, which is thank pointing God up, they or, never do the one with the the plus symbol. The actual like men and women uh, circle with the plus. I don't know. I still don't know which. Test? No, like, you know, it's our good check. Or, you know the one uh, that like they used to wear the seventies necklaces with like the different like sex symbols. It was like that's a, what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I don't you know have like the arrow. arrow. <laughs> I have no idea which one is which. Yeah, I have. I'm, okay, so I feel a little better. I have issues with that. I'm like it points up. Well. Okay, so a dude does point up. Hold on, let me think. But it's an arrow. A guy, a guy, I, a guy has an arrow. Of if sorts. you have a one-person bathroom, 
need not have, it should just be gender neutral. There's no need to have a men's bathroom if it's no urinal. Well, nobody gets confused by the dude and then the stick figure dude and then the stick figure dress. Right. We all know dress. I think things are getting a little crazy nowadays, though. And it's like, well, I mean, I do wear a dress, but I am a dude. Where do I go? Just, I mean, that's a bridge you got to cross when you get there. I feel for everyone else's sake. You're right. I don't like the novelty. Uh, yeah, I don't under. Yeah, when like uh, Jimmy John's has like a funny one or something, and it's got like the like a stick figure of a guy peeing, and there's like pee dots coming out of it when you go into the bathroom. Yeah. They be stupid. Don't like, make me laugh at the urinal. <laughs> I just, you know, what? I'm okay with when they put the newspaper. There's like a folder so you can read the sports page. But honestly, what are you going to read? Like one pair? I read slow, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm I'm public school educated out of Hammond. I read, you know, by the time I'm done peeing, even after like four or five beers, by the time I'm done peeing, I've got like the first paragraph with the five W's and the H Have in you it. seen the, the, the pee contest one at some of the bars? Pee I've con- seen it on um, like- No, the, like a carnival game? Yeah. Like, you know, the one that makes the, uh, on, the horse dude. go up really? the, where you're racing or the squirt gun one? Yeah, they have them. I in, take back the novelty thing. I'm cool with it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You got to pay yeah. for it. It's like a quarter. Fine. And then, you, yeah, you could just, you know, race your Fine. buddy next to you. You know how long I would hold it? <laughs> Dude, I would I would just keep slamming beers and just be like, ooh. And I'd be like one of my kids. Like, I'm just like wiggling around. Like, you have to go. No. No, you have to go. To me, one of the most amazing inventions ever. Because, like, you know, even they like really you said. They really do that? The, oh, yeah. I see oh, that show Bar Rescue. Sometimes they have, like, those oh. novelty pee things in the bathroom or whatever. Dude, that's my game. That'd be great. Yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. I think it's my game until I go against somebody else. I'm like, guess it's not. <laughs> just <laughs> dominates like, you. Yeah, in fact, yeah. gives you some pee to help you out a little bit. He's like, it's not. <laughs> he scoots me over by just a hip check and starts peeing in my <laughs> urinal. That's some bullshit. Uh, so are you? Are you? You're gonna make it up though. Hmm? You're gonna make up the Valentine's Day, or are you just like you're both like, yeah, it's not. I don't know. Deal. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I'm down. I'm down to make it up, but I, I never know. I never know what my wife's idea of a good time a lot is fixing more stuff around the house you know i mean getting getting the place getting the place painted and getting the baseboard done so it's like would it be romantic if i took the kids and you got to finish uh (laughs) trimming out the the spare bedroom yeah that's pretty awful no i don't know i have um we did go yesterday i don't know if this counts actually i'm pretty sure it doesn't count but we went to and i've never done this and being that i'm a white person in the midwest Everyone should take a collective gas, but I went to my first monster truck. Show. I saw that. Did you? Yeah. I I've been to a couple stuff. when I was a kid, but I've never been to one as an adult. I remember. Yeah. Pretty awesome. We went and we went, I had to work uh, at 11. So we had to cut out a little bit before the end. So we missed the freestyle portion. It was United at the, Center? Um, Allstate Arena. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's way out there. Yeah. All the way up by O'Hare, way Northwest, uh, but, or North, whatever it is. We went to that and, uh. What happened was her friend had, I guess, thank God for her friend's, her friend's absence of, of, of mine. She bought tickets for her husband, like, as a surprise. Well, she screwed up somehow and bought them twice. She, like, she did it and thought it didn't take, so she did it twice. She's like, I'm going to eat these tickets. Do you want them? And four of them. They got right. the same amount of kids as us. I was like, yeah, so sure. So we went. But, of course, my father-in-law, who goes everywhere with us because he's the bomb, he didn't have red sweatpants this time. But it was me, him, and we left Lucy with the sitter. Our, uh, and uh, my son, my father-in-law, and my wife, we, we all went all the way out there and saw the Monster Truck Jam. And it was pretty cool. I liked it. But I always pictured these big, big, like, um, you know, like United Center-style buildings where the Monster Truck went across and got some speed, you know what I mean? It hit the ramp. Mm-hmm. It's they barely fit in there, man. Like they they have a, a um a thing where it's a big, you know, piles of dirt that are pre pre set up, but it's like 
at each angle, um, there's like, you know, four angles and they have a ramp set up at each one. There's barely room for them to get to the corner mm-hmm. and turn around and hit those ramps. So it's still cool. Like they hit it. They have, they have so much, I'm not going to speak car talk cause I don't know what I'm talking about. Torque, torque, torque RPMs. Or, uh, they have so much to where they can hit the ramp with almost no speed and still fly in the air. And it was cool. And my kid loved it. Everything was awesome. But I thought they'd be having a little more elbow room. I think it depends on where it's at because I remember as kids having oh, the like pretty big. the long row of cars. Like because when I was yeah. a kid, you know, Bigfoot was king. Yeah, there was now like you know, Truckosaurus Rex. Man. You know, all these stupid. Yeah. But and they they would drive over, and I remember a lot of them being outside, like at out, outdoor places. I, we, and then you'd go and sit in a tire. You'd like get down and be able to go. Well, if it was at somewhere like Soldier Field, that would give them more space then, right? I don't to, remember. Yeah. I don't, but it, to, I wasn't something some like speed. that. I don't remember. Maybe there was like like county fairs or like, you know, it was me, big in the 80s. Me, I, I, I think I've said many times that I come from poor stock and I can't shake it, right? Which you would think I would blend right in at a truck rally. Well, we got these tickets for free. I don't think there were a lot of – I don't think truck – Tickets are, are a lot of money, Probably but thirty bucks, thirty five bucks. I, I don't even think for kids they were like twelve or something. But we're sitting there, we see the people that gave us tickets. But here's where it gets weird: they're like a row behind us and further down. So they gave us their tickets, and you got better seats. We technically got better seats. So I almost didn't want to see him there because I was like, oh, it's gonna be awkward now if they see us in these better seats. It'll be terrible. But it was cool. They were all nice. Well. I see they they got a little one, you know. They had two kids, and uh, I only had like I had like forty bucks because I figured like we'll buy popcorn. So I'm like buying them merchandise, or whatever. We'll buy some stuff. The guy comes down, and since we got tickets from them, I wanted to. I say, hey, does he want a snow cone? My kid was like, I want a snow cone. My wife kept saying, get him a snow cone, snow cone. Five times, he kept coming up. The guy walks down. I say, hey, you want a snow cone? Nah, nah, don't worry about it. They're waving me. Nah, don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Nah, get him a snow cone. I say, hey, so the guy. I had 40 bucks in my pocket. I tell the guy, hey, three snow cones. One for my kid, two for both of their kids. Right? I said, give me three snow cones. The guy goes, all right, cool, 15. I said, all right, cool. He goes, each. And then I was like, dude, I was like, all of a sudden, like, the crowd stopped cheering. Right. The, the monster truck stopped revving. And I was boom, like, boom, boom, boom. I boom, boom. technically don't have enough to buy. Not in my wildest. You didn't think about just giving him the money, making him think that you thought that was the 40 And <laughs> Not in my wildest fantasies would three snow cones cost $45. <laughs> I mean, dude. I don't, That's why the tickets were so cheap. Commemorative cup, dude, my ass. Do you, you think could... they looked around, saw that nobody showed up and said, yeah, we're going to have to jack the price of everything up $15? So, I, But here I'm in a spot. I go, do I just not give my kid one who I've been saying like 10 times, hey, you can have one? But one of their kids is a little bit older, and one of them is friends with my kid. Like they're like the you same age. They, you know, they always they weren't sitting by us. They couldn't share, so they always hang out. So, and the guy was like, once he heard that, he goes, "No, oh, it's too much, man. Too much. Don't even. No, 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 no. It's cool." So I give the guy four. I say, "Just two, just two. So I sent one down to the little guy, and I didn't get. They have like a ten year old. Right. I didn't get him one. I got one for my kid and one for their little kid. But I was like, what am I gonna do? Right. That's all. That's all I had. So I just had to play it off like, uh, uh, and the little guys get cones, you know, like ah, <laughs> uh, snow cones for the little ones. And he gave it to me, and the guy like it was all I could do to like the vendor that gave it to me. I was just like, you son of a bitch. I was so every time he walked up and down the aisle, my wife was like, stop looking at him, just stop. I was like, I'm so mad. 
Like I, I was holding them personally responsible. It reminds me of the time when you went and handed out the uh, bag of coins to the dude, and he's like, "I'm be, I got to take a break real quick." And then the hottest chick in the world came out and was like, "What <laughs> am I doing with you today? We're so cashing out a ten thousand dollar check. What do we got?" You're like, "Yeah, could you coin star uh, these just, for me? Uh, just you know, just my <laughs> my savings account like, account or whatever." I'm opening one with this bag so, of change, uh, dude. I was it was it was so terrible. So I got I got a little bit of change back, but it was. Dude, oh, and because like I we, we go round and round about tipping. I was I was complaining at work about this, and the guy's like, "So did you tip them?" And I immediately was like, "Fuck no, fuck no, no, you don't charge fifteen dollars for a snow cone." And then get like when when I gave him two uh, twenties, and he was you know giving me a ten he back. He pulled out like a five, and like says, like, "Don't bother with those singles, buddy. Don't waste your time. <laughs> You're not fooled. Don't give me singles. No one is gonna be <laughs> worse for wear." Yeah, I would. You're kidding that. yourself. You think I'm giving you a tip? But <laughs> I wish I was there because I would have been like, "Oh, bullshit!" <laughs> it was, I could, and the guy had walked Were by you wearing earlier. Your, what would Dave do? Bracelet? <laughs> I Thank God you weren't because you would have had to pay. Well, I, I, I even thought about the fact, like, hey, telling the wife, like, hey, give me five bucks, and I'll just get three. But I just couldn't. I'd rather take the shame of not giving right. the older kids a snow cone than pay fifteen dollars for one more. Forty five dollars. Yeah, for three I'm saying fifteen cones. for an additional one. But right? forty five for three snow cones. That's, that's like. Insane. But they give them some stupid monster truck cup. Oh yeah, that makes it well so, worth it. Yeah, so buying seven dollar popcorn later didn't seem nearly as bad. <laughs> At first, I was like, "That's pricey for popcorn." <sighs> and in the way out, I was like, "Hey, we'll take two popcorns." I think I told you this when we went to the Wolves game with the Cub Scouts. Like, there was another group in front of us where they bought jerseys for all their kids, like game jerseys for their kids. Wolves ones that were like a hundred and sixty dollars. And then my kids are going, "I want, I would like to have a jersey." I'm like, "Dude, you don't even like hockey. Are you kidding yeah. me?" Like, so irritating, man. I'm just Maybe not just sure like if domino- I'm, ch- I'm just not sure if I'm cheap or poor. It's such a hard thing. I think that you, you just look tickets. at the value. You know what popcorn costs to make, and it's insulting. It's you get free insulting. tickets, and you go like, and that's what I was telling myself. I was like, dude, I spent 40 bucks, and I went to the Monster Truck Show. That's amazing. But but at the same time, it's like someone gives you free tickets, and you go, cool, and you go, but this not free tickets. Mm-hmm. You got to go out, and you got to park. You got to get. You got to buy a it's $20 like grave digger stapler. Right? It's, it is like a timeshare. It's a trick. It sounds so good. <laughs> the only thing that really is a good value is sitting at home. Right. I agree. And with it being a cord cutter and not watching cable. It's the only thing that's a good value. I agree. Oh, it's so bad. You but got cable yet? No. Oh. No, I don't have cable. I have uh, the Fire Stick and I have Netflix. Oh, okay. And, and you know, if enough people use enough people's sign-ons, and if you exchange and do things proper, you can get most things. You get that on the dark internet? You like you yeah. get on there and trade yeah. passwords with people? Yeah, Lord knows I ain't smart enough for that. So I don't know if that counts as Valentine's Day because I did complain to my wife that she wasn't any fun on the way home. So that kind of felt like a date a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. A little bit. Not 100%. I don't know. Are you still um, – oh, oh, before we go any further, uh, I did want to say this. Do you remember we had talked about how my wife always, um, when she sees a guy who she now affectionately refers to as Schmitty, he's the homeless guy. Bum titties. Yeah, bum titties. The guy that wants to see the bum titties. He's crack. not bum titties. She's bum titties. She's bum titties to him. Yeah, right. Schmitty wants some bum titties. Right. Well, um, she always, she, every time she always gives this guy a dollar, right? Well, she, I've ramped up, right? I'm, I'm watching Bernie Sanders on YouTube. I'm not eating meat. I'm going, it's getting bad. It's getting out, it's getting out of control. She's spearheading my efforts. She's like the Yoko Ono to this, right? She's diving me in this in this piss poor direction well she found some sort of group on facebook that uh they uh and 
I, I joke, you guys. I'm saying jokes. This, this isn't a bad thing. I don't think it's bad. But they, like, help homeless people and stuff, right? Like, they go to the city and they, like, pray with them and they give them food. It, the, the, these people are just, like, it was some Facebook group in northwest Indiana, Chicagoland area that was started by some guy that was, and I don't have his name, but he was essentially was like, I can't stand seeing all those people sleeping out in the cold. It doesn't make sense. We need to help. So he started helping. She sees it. She's inspired. She's like, these guys are great. So she donates a little bit of money. She's spreading the word. She's retweeting, blah, blah, blah. She says, hey, I have an idea. What is my skill? I want to add, I want to take whatever I'm good at and use that in a positive direction. My wife cuts hair. As you know, some homeless people don't cut their hair as often as maybe uh, not so homeless people do, right? Oh, no, dude. <laughs> so here's, so, she's, oh, done, so no. she's so mean. It's a joke, but it's a sweet idea. It's a really nice idea. I don't think she knows what she's getting into, but she says, I can give them haircuts. If these people can give them some food and maybe a place to stay, help them out with clothing, I can give them a haircut. Like high top fades and, you know, like really stylish haircuts or they get this like yeah, bottom I, basement haircut. I think flat tops mostly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like she's saying in her mind and really dude, bless her for having this sweet thought, but in her mind, they help. These people get somewhere to stay, get um, get out of the rain for a day. I give them a haircut. They can go and they can interview. And it's getting them closer to self-employment. Dude, a haircut can mean the difference. I tell you, when I get faded out. Yeah, you I, got a line. I, yeah. You get the line. I do the hard part. <laughs> I and I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> so that's what she's saying. I, she's I right. Look at me. I haven't had one in months because not that I live with one. You know, hairdresser. Not a bum. But uh, <laughs> she is saying, I'm going to do my part to help these people get uh, rehabilitated. And I see that that's really nice. That's a cool thing. Uh, she cuts hair out of the basement. I go, where, where, no. where, where are you planning on doing this uh, whole like hair cutting thing? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Where I was like, can I just suggest uh, that you're never, ever going to ever do it here in our basement? Well, it was. We said, okay, you'll go to like a neutral site and they'll, maybe it'll be all inclusive, a haircut, clothes. So she's excited. She's like, I'm going to really make make a difference. I'm going to help some people turn around. I said, that's great, honey. Good for you. You got a great heart. Well, I didn't know how to left field. This is like a curve of your enthusiasm. Some other woman that's involved in this organization also does hair. Organization uh, also does hair. So she got, it became a. Uh, a bum cuts battle for supremacy. All of a sudden, someone squeezed her out and was like, "No, I kind of have that covered. That's what I do." So I'm my, quartering the market on yeah. bum cuts. She's like, "No, no. If you think you can just walk in all willy nilly and give bum cuts, like, like, oh, excuse me, listen, excuse me, Mrs. Golden Scissors, you're gonna come in here and do get some bum cuts? No, 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 not today. Like she came this close to calling her a tramp. Really? <laughs> she was that crazy? Not man. today. She's not today. So she's basically like, yeah, this. I guess this other woman's already like doing it. And I said, well, a fooey on her. You can both give bum do cuts. better ones. Why can't she could be bum cuts? You could be like bum ricks right. or, or <laughs> right. I don't know, like what's a uh, uh, what's another uh, bum whackers? Uh, bum whackers. <laughs> there's what's the place that all the guys go to? Sports clips. Yeah, bum clips. Like I, I go to Jay's. Jay's barber. Okay, so it'll be like like sports bum clips. Like I was like, do your own take on it. You could be like, um, you know, have your own theme. Who's doing the hard? Part? Don't do it. Don't do a train theme. That doesn't seem to go over no. well in Northwest Indiana. But like, do like a theme to it. You know. So uh, I don't think she does the hard part. No. But it, this other person probably doesn't. That could have been her niche. But it just like, 
I just was thinking about it. And I was like, dude, if I took the time to properly vet this out, this is comedy gold. She's trying to give <laughs> bums guts. And someone's like, no, 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 <laughs> sister, not today. Who do you think you are showing up with your, with your, your, your clean clothes, thinking you can come in here? I won't, and I was wondering if the other chick was like, um, like, like, you're phony. Like, you ain't about it. Like, the other chick's like, I don't bathe. Like, the other chick's so what hardcore. What if they do a bum cutoff? A bum off? A bum off. <laughs> a bum cut off? Yeah. Like, uh, what would you say, like four cuts and then you have someone grade it? Yeah, like, you know that, what's that show um, where the models, uh, Project Runway, mm-hmm. Pod, Project mm-hmm. Bumway, where you Project could do like Bumway, a, I liked it. Yeah, where you could style and you could give them a new lease on life. And then whoever gives them the best new lease on life. Oh, and they could have cards with categories? Right. They could be like a uh, hipster cut. Right. And you'd have to give this bum a hipster cut. And the, like, uh, and the other person, it would be like a uh, new wave. So I'm, you got to give them like I'm uh, thinking you could uh, you could produce a web series just based on, on women who want to give bum cuts. This is there why has I, to be more. This it has is why when a, I heard it, I said, if I sat down with a pencil, this could be something good. They could have like different categories. Like, uh, How did this chick get a hold of her, though? I, what I want you to do is this cut... On this bum, I want it to be, I want it to embody, like, uh, this cut has to say first date. If this bum's going to go on a first date <laughs> with another woman, uh, then, or, or man, uh, then that cut needs to scream, I'm here and I'm open. I'm ready to mingle. You know what I mean? I'm single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Something like that. And so. And I, I might my, tinkle. And so. <laughs> I'll probably tinkle in your yard. <laughs> I'm single. I'm ready Listen, to mingle. Here's the problem. I've got a jar full of tingle. I don't have a car <laughs> nor a house, but <laughs> but I mean, but then she would have to do a cut that embodies that, or or it would be like um. How, but but how did this chick journeyman get a cut, hold go, of her? Go just whatever that means to you. Journeyman cut. <laughs> how did the chick get a hold of her to to tell her like I'm already I'm already on this? I don't uh, Facebook. I guess like so she sent her a private message like this is my get down. It's not you're not doing. In that. my mind, it got really dirty. Like in my mind, it got like like mean spirited. I don't know how it went down. She may have just said like, oh, we're not doing that, or I already do or, it. Hey, you know we we already have that covered. You can just find it like another. But dish. in my mind, I like. To picture that she said, well, excuse me, Mr. <laughs> Fancy Pants. You know what I mean? And just like, just like, like if you think you have these highfalutin dreams of bum cuts, you got another thing coming, sister. Take it to Vegas where nobody cuts I'd their like hair. I'd like to see how this thing plays out. Yeah, sure. But I like your idea of like uh, different themed haircuts mm-hmm. and they would do, and then you could have, um, you could have local hair celebrities. Yeah. There's a guy named Ben Mullen that was on like one of those hair shows. Mm-hmm. He could come in and be like, "Let's be felt- honest, he's probably the only one, but the only local hair still, celebrity." Still, the name that came to me right no, away. I gotcha. at, at first, Mario right. Tacrosi would be there, and then he'd show up, and and he could go like, "I felt like, I felt like you got the under the bridge cut. I felt <laughs> like technically the under the like I live under the bridge cut looked right." But but this doesn't feel like an under the bridge cut. This feels like a dumpster cut, and that's obvious to anyone who really knows sure. hair. We want to go from under the bridge <laughs> you know? to a young Republican in three snips. That's right. Who can do it? It's got to happen fast because this is a fast paced business, and we don't have time. Look, okay, technically they got nothing but time, but other but a lot of us don't have time <laughs> right. to do that. So I don't know, dude. I, I had I had to bring that up to you because uh, uh, that stuff just makes me laugh. I did write down hillbillies and guns, but I don't have to get to that today. That's just uh, a teaser for next week. Um, in the uh, the interim, while we haven't been podcasting, 
uh, I've turned my my uh, my sights on uh, video editing, video producing, uh, and uh, uh, video writing uh, short. Uh, I guess like skits with my children. Not a behind. And, yeah, producing. Work. Yeah, producing. Uh, a television uh, or a, a that's where the a, real money is t- producing a, a web series called the logan show which is my son's name and uh he basically i mean we both brainstorm uh what they're gonna and i did a i did a uh, uh what was it uh, i did a family feud episode yeah i did a star wars episode family feud went over the best in the circles i spoke <laughs> with uh and they get they, they uh High on uh, production value. I mean, I've gotten better with every video I've made. Like, I, I just reminds I me get of the crazy. podcast. They yeah. essentially they start to get. Uh... I, I get crazy because, and I was telling, I was telling Ben uh, earlier, it's so absurd because my kid, all you know, at school, all these other kids are like, oh, it's all you know, all these kids love it, and their parents love it because I get like, I'll be at Cub Scouts and the other parents will come up to me and say, oh, it's cool. We want my, can I kid to be in it? I, we, this is a great idea. You should do this and you should do Does that. Does that ever make you at all uncomfortable? Like people are like, I want my kid to be in your video. Yeah. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Abs- your kid doesn't have, I don't want to say your kid doesn't have that star quality. Well, and this is something I explained to my son, which was, uh, you know, there, there have been, been many versions of the, of Hey My Man, well, uh, several. And even thinking when, we had stopped podcasting, you know, Hey, maybe I'll find someone else to podcast with. Um, you just know when the chemistry's right and it just works the best. And I tell my kid all the time, like every, not everybody could be that second seat, that third seat. It, you have to find someone that you can work with. And a lot of your friends stink. So, uh, he wants to make these videos and I'm always, he suggests these ideas and it, it's become like, I've gotten crazy to where I shoot down and throw on the cutting room floor like 90% of the stuff he my own son comes up with and even though right. it's supposed to be his show it's you know just with everything else I do I take total control over it and I demand that it be uh you know what I want and how I want it to be so it it, it makes for a very uh, stressful you ever, situation you ever just tell him like dude it just felt like you just mailed that in all the time like in fact, you're like, supposed to be Darth Vader you know and your sister's supposed to be Luke <laughs> or vice versa and it's like you just come in and I don't feel like you're a 70 smart camel at all. It I, just doesn't it doesn't seem right. I feel like, you know, at some points he gets he gets pretentious and he gets like he gets frustrated because I'm like pretentious. Cut. Well, like I'm like constantly like no, we have to do it again. We have to do it again. Or I'll start telling him like, "Hey, I'll feed him a line." And before I even get the line out of my mouth, he's saying the line and I'm like, "You have to wait and give it a two count so I can cut and edit otherwise you're going to hear me talking and you talking yeah, yeah. so it gets like i get crazy and it's hard working with an 11 year old and my daughter's four it's super hard working with kids oh god it's ridiculous man. i was telling you earlier i was at my brother's uh, earlier in the week or a week some a little bit ago and he's got his house is set up to where the the upstairs is like a large kitchen and, and living area and then it's a long hallway and there's like i think uh three doorways on each side something like that in the closet we tried to do a video to where we wanted to be like Scooby Doo, like with the bad guy. I was gonna be like a bad guy chasing them, and there was gonna, you know, a bunch of kids. You know, there's like a bunch of them there. Gonna run into one door, pause, have them run out the other door. Right, it's uh, not connected it, from a different room. Right, like it would the be monkeys like, or Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo or the monkeys, where they just, you know, everyone's just uh, uh, crisscrossing, just and barely confusing. missing one another. And every once in a while, we were gonna, th- my in my head, we're gonna throw in people that were never there. Right, you know what I mean? Like uh, in costume, just to be silly. We got about four minutes into filming, and I'm like, my son's Dex, and Dexter, I'm like, Dex, Dex, go in the other room, go, he's looking at me, like, like trying to shoot me with, a, like, a ray gun, I'm like, no, just, 
like, go run into Nate's bedroom, run into uncle's bedroom. And he's just like staring at me. And, and after like the fourth time of me like doing the zombie walk across the hallway and no one following me, I was just like, dude, screw this. <laughs> Directing kids is the worst. They can't all be Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. And then, the, you know, that's the thing. Thank is, God. I, I, he's really strange looking. Oh as yeah. An adult. He's odd. He's very odd. Um, check it out. You know, every week I put so much pressure on him. Like, and it's funny cause now he does it to me. He's like, we need to have another episode. People are waiting for the next episode. And I'm like, it doesn't come that easy. You have to have like an idea. You have to have a start and a finish and you have to have an idea of where you're going. If you just throw the camera on, it's not magic, man. You, you have to give, you have to have. And so I'm trying to teach him and I don't know, but I'm learning as I go along. So yeah. you may see eventually it's funny. Cause I got a bunch of green screens now, you know, we got, we, we've gotten a little more technically sound and as time goes on, I'm buying more and more stuff and costume stuff. And, you know, who knows what the, we I, might, I be, we guy, might be on a green screen. I had a guy that was it. asking me like about the Logan show, the videos. And he was like, so is that like, you guys aren't doing, Hey, my man, like he's doing Logan show now. Is that like, I, he was like, he didn't understand like the motivation. Like, is it Logan's thing or is it Dave's thing? And, and I, uh. I told him in the most ignorant way I possibly could. I go, artist got to art, dude. It's I don't know how do you say it. Just like people that like to create just have to create. It doesn't like, like my dad was the same way. My dad, when I was a kid, and that's why it's so cool that you're doing it with him, regardless of the motivation or whose idea. Uh, my dad used to help. We used to make little videos with a, like a big camcorder and stuff mm-hmm. as a kid. We would make like fake commercials. Like where we would, I, there was one where um, I think it was my, my cousin or, or I think it was, uh, we were like selling ketchup. Like this ketchup so good. You can put it on anything. And like, we had a, a banana. He's like, it's so good on it. And so you would have to put it on the banana and he's sitting doing a bunch of takes of eating ketchup on a banana. You could see right. in his face, like, Oh, this is so horrible. But I mean, 20 years later, like you watch it and you die laughing right. and you just go like, that's, I remember that, that day. stuff has uh nostalgic and emotional mileage that you wouldn't believe. So it's a really, really good idea to do it. But, but my way to say it is like, uh, people that like to create are just going to create. If you give probably you or, 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 you know, other creative people, if you just give them crayons and it's all they got, they're going to make something because right. what else? Can't control my, I had to, just I, what there you're has to be do. an outlet somewhere. Yeah. You yeah. Know, if you're not way. podcasting, that's what I told him. I said, we're not podcasting. So he's probably, that's why the production value has gone up because <laughs> he's putting more and more effort into it. You know, it's, it's almost just, like, I would say like, like, like popping a zit. Like it can only get so big before you just have to pop it and you have to let it out, man. Because and otherwise, if it gets on the mirror, big deal. That's what my <laughs> that's what my grandma used to always say. But working with me is difficult, as you as you can you know you know that like I get crazy. Just you know, I just I'm, get I'm so crazy even with my kids where I'm like yelling and I'm like, what is it? What what's it all worth? I, we end up putting producing a three four minute video that I'm in love with and my wife's in love with and you know I do hear it's funny because I hear a lot more positive stuff from the logan show that i do feedback wise than i do from this <laughs> that a bitch. it really pisses <laughs> me off because then I, I found myself wanting to get in front of the camera and just be like hey i'll do an episode where it's just me and you're not even in it and my kid's like well and i go you could just be the camera guy on this one it's <laughs> just so gonna it's be like, called hey my logan it's just like, <laughs> like a hybrid it's just you complaining about uh, uh service well and you, you see, complaining about customer service at some restaurant and logan standing in the it, background it, it, this has been another episode of the logan show thanks for coming. if it's not me creating a uh, ancillary twitter account uh an ancillary uh fictional character uh just constantly coming trying to find that thing that's going to work and i don't know what work is uh as far as like what's going to be in my mind a, a win it you know these it guys seems from- to me from outside looking in it seems to me like you like to uh 
you'd like to see what gets people's gears moving. You know what I mean? And I think that's why the podcast sometimes works with you and I is because like we have different views. But it seems like you like to uh, poke and prod and just see what stimulates and works. And that's kind of like, an, to me, that's that's probably kind of why you're into punk rock. You know what I mean? Right. Punk rock is all about like what's going to get us excited. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and artists got to art. Uh, people got, you know, in, whether that be music or 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 well, vocally were, or whatever. You were listening to. Um, Whereas I'm Mr. Balance. <laughs> you were listening everything to everything in its, you know, everything in its place and a place for everything. A podcast that you that you follow called Seven Days a Geek. Yeah, and yeah. it just so happened you sent me a the angry message ginger going, hey, and Instagram on on Twitter. If if you these guys actually do that. Said, these guys not that I should have been surprised, but you're like these guys said something really nice about us. Super flattering. And so yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. cool, I'll listen to the episode. And then, then, so then I, I tweeted, I said, Hey, I, I was le- trying to be, I guess what <laughs> yeah, I thought was, I was your positive one. about like spreading the word, like, Hey, people that licked our podcast, check it out. If you're yeah. fans of our podcast, these guys said something nice about us. So throw some support their way. And I, so I put it like at, you know, one, one hour and this specific time, they say something <laughs> nice about us. And then you. Ben sent me a text, like, really, dude, that's kind of rude. Like, you're just saying like, Hey, skip the rest of their podcast, but focus in on it this sounded exact like second you were like, Hey, here's the part <laughs> where they where, talk about where me. It's, it's us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It and sounded I guess that way. some, I didn't think about it that way, but I guess once you put it to me and I, I definitely was salty. Cause I'm like, you know, I try to like say something nice. And again, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. But. Well, I was just like, what if they, what if they see it and then they go, like, oh, here's the part of the podcast that's like that I want you. I don't know. Yeah, that no, I want that's you guys exactly to, how I how I interpret it when you said that or to whatever. Me. And that's not how I meant. You just it. Meant, I just like, meant check like, it out. Hey, that was really cool that these guys said. That. I mean, not many people um, go out of their way to take the time out of their own podcast to say something so so nice about me. Well, what's cool? You, is, or, it's really or, cool when another podcast goes, hey these guys do something that works or that makes us laugh or that we like that we as podcasters appreciate and also see value. In. Yeah. Cause you if know. you, if you, it's almost like if you play the same sport as somebody, like if you play basketball, but you go, that guy's got a really good shot. Right. You know what I mean? He's just like, I can't lie. He's a good jump right. shot. Um, when you hear another podcast go like those guys, those guys do it well. Then you go, Oh, it's not hillbilly nerd talk did the same thing. He had an episode where he brought up three, three or four different things that we were talking about. And it's like, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. There has, there's been a couple over, I mean, even like, uh, um, Paul Verzi, the comedian, uh, who tours with Bill Byrne. And at at this point he's completely out of that shadow and doing his own thing. I mean, he helped us out. He did stuff with us on our podcast, Michael Rappaport, the actor, he, he lent himself to us, uh, which is surprising because like, we got him at the right time though. I, if you think about you it, you got to get him on the way up. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was literally like two he was like a pretty girl. In, he was like a pretty girl who nobody was banging yet, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> she doesn't know. Right. She doesn't know like her 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 uh, poontang street right. value yet. So that's a good thing. You got to get him on the way up. But no, it was it was it was super nice to hear, man. Well, I mean, what are you listening to now? I mean, I haven't. I literally have talked to you maybe a handful of times since the last time we podcast. Yeah, you you talked to me to go like, no, I can't do that. I'm busy. You're like no, I got, I got some shit going on. I've been listening to Seven Days a Geek. Um, like I said, you know what's funny is is it's funny because when they were when they mentioned us on the show, the guy was like, "Oh, and, and Ben certainly isn't uh, isn't our uh, I don't know if he's demographic or, or or whatever. Like I'm not the ideal uh, customer for that kind of show because all I do is talk shit about another comic book movie. Ugh, and they're right, I right. do, and I do think that, and I 
They're right. I agree. With them. I'm not. I back. have to attend to I'm agree not, with you. At this I'm not time. backing down one point. Right. I will go see Deadpool, but the other ones can eat my dick. I'm not worried <laughs> about that. But like, they had uh, the guy um, Grant. He's on Insta. He's on uh, Twitter at Instagrants. I, if you go to Seven Days a Geek, it'll all be there um, online or on Twitter. I'm sure you'll find those links. So sorry, guys, if I'm miss um, saying it because I know I am. But he said he they had gone on about a little about a little bit about the angry ginger's life, about something going on personal with him, and then uh, Instagram's uh, Grant, excuse me, was talking about like an, an argument he had with his parents. And then they said they had mentioned something like, well, let's get back to the comic book stuff. Like nobody cares about our stuff. And I sent him a, a message going like, no, in my opinion, it's the opposite. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of people that do the nerd thing or the geek thing. Uh, and it's not to take anything away from any of them. It's just that, I mean, there's literally a podcast called The Nerdist, right? And there's right. probably one called The Comicist for all I know. Right. But like, I like when people go personal. So, uh, well, it's funny because it, my it kills me when people do that. My brother in law, Steve, who used to do the podcast with me, uh, he was talking about wanting to do a Cubs podcast, like in-depth, you know, insider information about the Cubs. And I'm like, the thing is, is there's people that do it that that for a living, that's what they do is they, 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 they're yeah. in the media. How are you going to get more you than the commentators? To. You're not. So, and I said, I understand your passion and your love of it, but what it's you good. need to do is yeah. you need to figure out a way to market it as you, what your life is like being a Cubs fan and how you feel about stuff, not... The insider thing because you don't have any credibility there. Yeah. But like you were saying, Mancow, Howard, uh, Opie and Anthony, all these guys that have ascended to be like, you know, uh, great radio personalities, it always comes back to their daily life, the li- their, their wives, their children, and just what goes on with them. Even comedians, like, you know, some people do these really topical things, but really when they start talking about their own personal experiences, when they get elevated to that next level. Well, case in point, like, um, uh, I know you don't like him, but I like him. Dave Damashek, he's, uh, he used to be on the Corolla show. He would do sports. He's now on the NFL network. Uh, and he's on Twitter at Dave Damashek or something like that. I just don't like his delivery. He's, which is weird. <laughs> I'll go into that. But like, he's, uh. He, he does NFL. A million people do NFL. And when I listen to his show and I do listen to his podcast, he doesn't – half of it's not even covering the NFL. His biggest show is is, is uh, the Shecky Awards where he does Fruit of the Year. And like just – no, I mean just – it's dumb. But like that's the stuff that I get into because when there's a heavy topic, there's going to be a lot of people talking about it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just – you know what I mean? If everyone's offering you Coca-Cola, you can't, you can't, well, you won't drink it at all anymore, <laughs> but like you can't drink it all. But if someone has a, a, a personal take on it, that's, that's what I get down for. And that's why I like doing the podcast. And that's why I like listen, unless you're an expert in your field. Like I listen to waking up with Sam Harris. He's like a big atheist, uh, neuro neuroscientist. That guy knows what he's talking about. I listen to except for uh, the fact that he doesn't believe in God, but outside of that, outside of that, outside right. of that, uh, common sense with Dan Carlin. The guy does a political thing. There's tons of political podcasts or political shows. He does his in a different way. You right. know what I mean? And and uh, and and I like his. Other than that, like you have the 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 big ones that are covered, but you have to do something different. And I don't know, dude, because we don't. It's not like we have a million listeners, so I don't have the key to success. I just know what I like. Well, what do you? So what are you listening to outside of those? Um, Seven Days a Geek, Hillbilly Nerd Talk, Waking Up with Sam Harris, Common Sense with Dan Carlin, Serial. I just got into season two of Serial. I don't like it. Here's the thing, like, season one, love, love, love. I haven't heard a better podcast ever, maybe. Season one was amazing. Um, I didn't hear any buzz about two. Like, I just didn't. Right. 
I didn't see people tweeting about it. Um, I'm two episodes in, and and I'm into it. I'm it's like, just different. It's like they went a different. It's not direction. a true crime like who right. done it. It's more of a, I'm not even sure. I'm not even in deep enough to to speak on it. But it's more of like a this season is more of like a like. Well, everyone's there and can speak their opinion, but it's like whose opinion you believe or whose side of the story you believe. Okay. So Bo Bergdahl, the uh, I think he's a marine who he's walked army. off a, army, he, or, yeah, army some, marine, yeah, army marine, yeah. So he walks off his post and pretty much goes AWOL and then gets like caught. plans it. He plans it. Right. He packs his gear. He gets caught and he gets taken hostage by the Taliban. And then um, basically what happens is, is he event- we eventually get him back. Five years, which they say, five years, right? Yeah. They say so. is longer than anyone in this entire like um, He claims conflict. that you know he was being abused during this time and tortured or whatever. And then you have people in this country that are, you know, in the government who say like and, and in the military who say, hey, you walked off this post knowingly, intentionally. Dude, you're you're a traitor like you. You put a lot of people at risk. You may have given information to these people, you you know, and tons of people went looking for you and some right, of them died. And right. stuff. And that's where it gets. Like, so there's ugh. people that are just like, we don't care what the truth is. Bottom line is you you made a choice to leave your post. Whatever happened. Don't care you, if you, you got tortured you and know. we still want you to suffer. From your, because some people are saying he suffered enough, like he made a mistake, yeah. and he was, and, and and a lot of other people that are like in the military are saying, no, you didn't suffer. But dude, enough. that's the hard call when you tell someone that's been tortured, like, hey, we don't care that you've been tortured, you got more coming. That's <laughs> that you know what, and that's you gotta I, you gotta sit from a very specific angle, like to be able to make that statement, like, hey, I don't care if you've been tortured. Whole to me, like. But don't you to think me, that I put that's pause why... and I step out of the conversation because I've never been tortured. And that's why you, you'll step out of the podcast. It sounds the same way I did. You you can't. You're, you're just the other one is like a who done it, just straight like hey, yeah. you know, basically this guy's been wronged and he's just like making murder. It's, it's the same sort of thing that gets people interested. Like oh, the system's corrupt, the cops are corrupt, or maybe they're not, or maybe they are, and maybe this guy did do it. You think it, the second opinion is just more opinion-based then? Is what you're yeah, saying? I think the second one is just like it's pulling uh, on your politics. Is It, it oh. directly reflects on how you, you know, on your politics. I literally started it. listening last night, so I mean, I just got into I, it. I'd be interested to hear if you actually make it through. Other than Probably that. Probably like me and those cleanses, I, the first three cleanses I did, I just was like, this sucks, I'm out. <laughs> but you kept going back. The fourth one, yes. I finished I, uh, it. Other than that, I... I um, I, I've been listening to This American Life, which I guess is like the biggest podcast in the world or yeah. something. Uh, and I don't mean to say it like like a hipster. I just I would always hear about it and and never, I didn't know anything about it. So I started listening to that and I like it. It's I, you know me. I like I like radio formatted, professionally right. made. Me. I, it's not like I don't like the independent ones. I just um, I do like them. And like I said, I've mentioned Seven Days a Geek a few times. I just the big ones seem to. I have ADD, man. The big ones seem to hold me in better. You know what I mean? When 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 people are meandering a bit, like like I do at times. Sorry, I'm a self hating podcaster. Uh, I lose attention span. I've whittled it down big time. So like at this point, every week I listen to. There's a podcast called Paulie Malinaji from Brooklyn to the World. He's a professional boxer, uh, and I think two time world champion. And he also commentates for HBO. Um, so he's like, he's a, he's a boxing insider and they just talk about like, like us, they talk about shit in their personal lives, but then they also talk about 
soccer, which I could care Do less. Do they cover about. upcoming fights then? Yeah, they, well, that's they, they, cool. they talk about upcoming fights. They talk about fights that just, you know, they, they recap fights. And then Paulie is ringside during the fights and on HBO. So then he'll talk about you know, insider stuff. Do talk they... to the fighters before or after the fight. You know, do they do like uh, like Rogan does like a fight companion? I think he calls it like Joe the Joe Rogan podcast, which is another great one I listen to. But I'm a little more selective, right? But when I listen, because picking the that's, specific that's guests, a lot yeah, of podcasts. Yeah. It's like a three hour podcast. I don't have three hours for like <laughs> if my dad came back from the grave, I'd be like, Dad, three hours. Right. I got shit to do. <laughs> you know whittle I mean? this down to a hard yeah, fifty minutes. I like forty eight solid minutes, and that's with an intro and outro, which gets you down to forty three. Right. Uh, uh, but he does like a fight companion. Do they do? What does that mean? I, I don't, I don't know. So I don't always listen to. Him. But I think I think it's either either not during, but it's sort of like a, if you watch this fight, you listen to this show. No, he doesn't do that. And it's sort of um. No. no here's no. here's like here's what like uh, uh McGregor fights. Here's what I saw. Here's what I thought. Well, I want you to listen to it because I mean you're not the I biggest will. boxing fan, but and I, really but I could care me. less I about world. I could care less about world soccer. Um, but he's like, these guys are really like, um, they're just down to earth dudes. And every single one of them, you'd be like, I'd hang out with these guys. They're funny. They talk about politics. They talk about, you know, whatever. That's all I on. care about, dude. Just amuse me. I'm like, uh, make me a bicycle clown. I'm still in with, I am Rappaport. Yeah. Still, oh, yeah. still listen yeah, to I Michael Rappaport. Yep. Uh, um, I listen to all uh, loaves matter. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick DiPaolo's podcast I still listen to, and yeah. now I also pay for his. Uh, he does like an extra three or four podcasts a week on a paper. It's like three dollars a month to uh, three dollars a month. That's yeah. doable. Come oh on. yeah, absolutely. And so that's um, that's strict. That's twenty percent of one snow cone at a monster truck rally. <laughs> Very true. If my whiskey fueled math is correct. Every Friday, I listen to Pete and Sebastian. Still, yes. Um, and you know what? Again, with WTF, I, I, it's spotty. Depends on who the guest is. That's, no, that's no, no, no disrespect to Mark Maron, but I listen to so many podcasts that I sort of hunt and peck. You know, I, I, I pick the ones I I have a hard time, and I've told you before, with single person podcasts. Oh, uh, I like them, but when, they, like, when they have that guest, too monologue-y, like when he's, I just, you mean, you it's mean, just a lot of content, man. It's just a lot. Like if it doesn't. I'm not. I don't watch TMZ, but I do need my shit to move around and bop a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? I just do. No, I agree. So um, that and I've never been a stand-up comic, so that excludes me from <laughs> being sixty percent of the conversation Mark Marin talks about. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, you ever been like an East? You know, like when you're an East Coast comic and like it's like you're on the road and I'm like no, dude, you made like, so not, many enemies and not at all. I live like outside of Chicago, and no, <laughs> I never have. <laughs> I'm sorry. He, the, be- the good I thing about I him is he Jewish. gets incredible guests. It'd be great. You know, he, he's had he's had the president. He's had you know Mick Jagger. I mean, he's had some really great guests. Yeah. So yeah. You, you can't Dude, argue with that. I know you hate Bill Maher, and, and I'm not like a, a, to test. A, he has been begging, begging on camera, on his filmed show to have the president on the show because he does a political show where he right. talks about the president every week, uh, and he can't get him on. He just doesn't want to come on. I don't know why. But he did like a thing like, hey, I'm putting this out to the fans. Sign this petition. I want the president on. Then the president came to L.A. for some business and still didn't do the show. <laughs> and it was like uh, – so it just killed me that he was on Marin's podcast because I'm like, Mar like is begging you on film. And, and he even put like a montage of No nice- doubt a bigger name in – you know, I mean he's got – he's got he's had HBO special or HBO show for 15, 20 years, right? It's I mean, different it's, ones. It is weird. That he hasn't been on at this point. It's like you've had every candidate, not Hillary, right. but a lot of the other ones. You, you know, who neither. But like, yeah, you've had a lot of other ones on there. It's so weird. But I just brought that up because, like, 
He'll go to a guy's garage. I don't think Mark Maron's ever even named Barack Obama like on. Maybe he has, but I haven't heard it. He never like really cared. And Obama's like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Sure, no problem. And Mar talks about him every week. He's like, please come on. Yeah. I got a lot. I got I got laundry. <laughs> I got that thing. It's that. just there's a lot. I got I got the kids. You know they're getting older. One, uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, this conversation came up, and I don't even remember how. But we were me and my wife were talking about it. And would you ever? How horrifying. Well, let me put, let me put it this way. I would rather watch my wife. Oh. Poop. Oh, okay. Then I mean in the bathroom normally no, than ever go to take her to gonna be way worse. T- accompany her at a strip club. How horrifying is the idea of of, of going like to a strip dude, club a with dude your wife? Strip club like where no, like they a chick strip like club. where Jocko puts his stuff no, on you. A chick strip club, like a normal one with. Does chicks. it does 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 the idea of being in a strip club with your wife at all interest you? Being in a strip club with. <laughs> Being a strip club with like you my, ever hear those guys who are like yeah me and the old lady we you know we went and no we, I got you I got you okay. I got you hundred percent being with a strip club being at a strip club with my wife is like going to the candy store with my dentist <laughs> it's like going to the Olive See Garden it's like going off. to the Olive Garden with my nutritionist <laughs> it's uh it's a lot like going to oh it's a lot like going to a microbrew with my uh, AA uh, partner my sponsor. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of another. I think all I have is three for okay. rapid fire, but no, not at all. <laughs> no, no. I always no, laugh because you no, hear dude. these people tell you these stories like, oh, oh dude, yeah, we this got... chick was riding my wife, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's awesome. There's no, always nothing... some other dude like that you're with that buys a dance for your wife. And is you know, that, does it happen? No, it, oh, hell no, that it guy's wouldn't a happen. Jerk off. But I'm saying it, it's always the story you hear where like they go out in a group, like like my wife's like, oh, or, you know. I would I'll check it out. And I'm I like, guess I'll look just, at them. It's awful. Awful. Nothing good. Nothing good no, can dude. come from that. No. Nothing. No. And I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, oh, that chick, look at her. She's, I don't remember what we were watching. There was some stripper who was very overweight, C-section scars. It was like a, oh, it was a, one of those um, uh, bar rescues, a bar oh, rescue God. episode where it was a strip club. And yeah. these chicks were busted. And my wife's like, <laughs> oh, this is for TV. I go, that's really like regionally. That's what the most. That's what they look like for for the most part. I mean, you yeah. go into well, I won't say. Yeah, but you go into certain areas of Northwest Indiana and you go into that bar right. at a hopping. This hour, is it. I mean, wait, you're gonna see women that uh, you know they wouldn't it's make. Bad. They wouldn't make. They wouldn't make third string cable shows right. <laughs> at all. Like they not, look like they may have jumped on a grenade at some point in time. They're like, like I a real still one. technically have boobs. Let's try to get a dollar or two out of this. And, and my wife's like, that's impossible. There's no way. And, and then I thought to myself, well, I would love to just take so her what, there what just so her... she could see that. She thinks they're like, you know, what, what you her... see on HBO and like the Entourage okay. or, you know, like Daytona. So she's looking at these titties through rose-colored glasses. Yes. I said to her, I go, this is not Daytona Beach. And she's like, oh, you think the strippers are better there? Absolutely. 100%. No doubt. Of course. Yeah. No doubt. And she goes, well, why? Because the they pond look, has better, better fish there. in it. To... Not yeah. just that, but you migrate. The, the good strippers go to the places that are the big money places, right? The, the, Either going to stay in South Chicago or are they going to move south where they can always strip? It's like not it's- like a man cow, for example. Let me strike that. It's not like a Howard Stern who goes to a small market and goes, I'm going to dominate this market in two years. It's gonna, I'm going to turn the market around. The right. strippers don't do that. No. So they find out where the best places to work and they go there. They do not try to make something great in Gary. 
or in you know right. in some horrible shithole place. They're not going to take their naked bodies and make it the pride of a right. bad area. Right. They're not going to yeah, where everyone They're else is go busted the, except for them. It's money. Just where's the dollars? So you want to go where it's all hot chicks if you're a hot chick. So your, you wife, your wife thinks it's that awesome. Yes. And I try to tell her I'm like, "Listen, I mean, I'm not I'm I swear and you know." Does she know that you really only speak to the ones that are European? Like if they if they, don't, if they speak English, I don't even do with them. I there was one time that if they I go, "How you doing?" You. I go, "Keep walking." I, my buddy's I bachelor went to one party. Goes, <laughs> I was sitting I had a buddy on either side of me and then there was like when it was round a round table <laughs> and she was trying to get yeah. to me and I was <laughs> was blocking her with the <laughs> table like playing goalie like get getting a, no, middle school no. with this lunch tray yeah. like yeah. like putting it in front of you no what nothing to do with it but somebody we, we were recently out and with some people and they were they were talking about going to a strip club not like for us to do that that night but how they had in the past and I'm like it's I can't even imagine first of all I, I don't want to see my uh, someone dancing on my wife it's just not something I'm no, I just that, I, and I I would wouldn't want some, my wife to see a chick dance. How do you play that off? It's almost like Peter Pan comes to your window and you flip with pixie dust on you and everybody's happy and you fly out the window and you go to Neverland and your wife's swimming in the water. That's this. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The mermaids in that water are not all perfect, but that's, you don't No, dude. That I just can't. I, I it's don't like understand it. The strip club. And, and I've said many times, like, I'm not a huge fan. I don't go much, man. But if I did. I'm not bringing the wife, not because the women are awesome or, or this and that, but it's, it's just, do you have to have everything? No. It, do you but, have to take all of it? But my thing is, just as a caveat to that, <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's going to ruin my time. I don't like being in strip clubs myself. I'm uncomfortable. So I, I don't there. like it. I just yeah. don't like the whole thing. And I've told you before, my ideal strip club is where they're with it like 30 feet away and I'm sitting down. I can watch them strip. But they come nowhere. You're near like a me. red light district kind of guy. That'd be pretty. Where cool. they're in the window, and yeah, I just walk sure. by and take a look, and hello, how's it going? And we move on by. Do you ever think the strip clubs are kind of like fighting, wherein you go or mosh pits are this way too? Like when I when I grew up, I used to always go to these these rock shows. You know, those mosh pits, everybody elbows, knees, blah blah. You jump, you bleed, whatever. Um, then I would go to a, a rock show five years later, and I would just kind of go. Um, You're hanging back at the bar. I'm hanging back. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm hanging back. I'm. I'm getting a a beer, and I'm just going like I did the mosh pit thing. Right. You know what I mean? I did that. I don't need to do it. But in the back of my mind, there is a little bit of voice that goes, "Well, why are you want to jump back in there? You know what I mean? What's you want to throw one you, punch or yeah, two? You go in there, throw an elbow. Like, right. are you are you out because you can't anymore? You ever think strip clubs are like that a little bit? In that, like, I haven't been to a strip club in, in, in years and years now. But, like, I don't go because I go, I'm not into them. But is it kind of, and it's kind of like a fight or a mosh pit. Like, you go, like, dude, I'm, I'm in my 30s. I don't fight anymore. I don't for need me, to fight. Well, for, maybe for you, but maybe I'm putting my own <laughs> shit on you, too, you know? Like, I go, I'm in my 30s, dude. I don't need to be going to bars and getting in fights. However, there is a certain percentage of you that goes... Maybe I should go into that bar. Maybe I should get in a fight. No, because here's why. Still 100%, believe it or not, um, they're, they're a way... Around here, when you go to a strip club, you're gonna. Most chicks are busted. They're they're but drug dude, addicts. There's some, cool. but there's there some. are. It's not like they're all. There are, but hats. if you're if you're going there to just look and not touch, it's which not is like what you're supposed to be for, right? You're supposed to go there and look and not touch and appreciate a good looking girl. I guess you could do that at you could do that at a bar, a random bar, or at at anywhere. Yeah, but this is the ex- yeah they get naked for you. I understand that yeah. part of it, but I'm just like I don't want to be touched. I just it skews me out. <laughs> Because another thing is, I mean, imagine that you're at a strip club just with your buddy. Let's just talk about your buddy, yeah. okay? Yeah. You're sitting there, 
you know what the point of the, a lap dance is and you're watching your buddy and you're like, I don't want to be, I, I don't want, this is your own thing, man. Like, you know, what? like I hate to break the third wall here, but okay. there's different levels. Like you could get a, a dance at your table or then you can go in a private, the, the, the champagne room for sure. the $20 dance. Sure. I know you, you have no idea what I'm talking about, no, but just I've trust heard, me. I've heard people do that. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't know what goes in. I've heard the upper crust. I don't know what goes <laughs> goes on behind the door, but I could tell you that it's uncomfortable when you're sitting next to your buddy and he's in complete ecstasy while a girl's grinding on him and you're sitting yeah. right well, next to him. Well, he's in 90% ecstasy. I'm just saying fair. like, and you're looking at the guy and you're like, he's still maybe trying to carry on a conversation or all of a sudden the lights are dimmed a little bit and you're like, talk yeah. about uncomfortable for you. There's you're a like, part of his brain that's thinking make a child to, to, to carry on my bloodline. <laughs> Part of his brain is going like, I need to reproduce because that's what I'm supposed to do. And the other 90% is like, this shit looks super weird with everybody right, watching. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I told you before, the ride home is the worst yeah, it, part. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very creepy. So now, uh, I'm substitute Ubering that, home from every strip bar ever. I don't care who I go with. I'm Ubering home by myself. And you're, um, okay, so substitute your I'm creepy driving. buddy with your wife. Now your wife's the one, and you're, you know what I mean? Like, how are you, you going to make eye contact her with her while she's getting the, I don't know. It's Hold the same it. reason I don't want my wife to ever come to work with me. If I want her to come work with me, she'll either go, this is crazy. Why are you acting that way? Why are you being so nuts? Like, why are you uh, working so hard? Or, this now is I know all, you don't work or, that hard. this <laughs> is all you do? Right. This is all you do? You come to work and you, you just, it's not even, that. Well, this is all you do? You know what I mean? Like. Right. There's no, no winning. I, there's either I, there's either who is that guy? That was strange. I don't like that person. Or or you don't do. You've any- blown it up to be a lot more than you think. Yeah. You don't really do that much. So you, I could do you, this. In, job. in any profession, it has nothing to do with what I do. But any profession, if you come home and you go, oh, what a day, boy, what a day. It was just draining. I'm just. I really would just like to put Sports Center on, have a beer. Can we just call this a day? You can't do that anymore. If you, and I can only say this because my wife doesn't listen. Break down the third wall. <laughs> I can only say this because my wife doesn't listen. You can't do that if your wife goes to work with you because then she goes, well, sometimes you don't work that hard. Or she goes, you know what I mean? Like, that was crazy, but like, you know, whatever. It wasn't that physically exhausting. Right. There's no winning. When you come home, you exemplify. That's why I still don't tell my wife anything. I never complain. I never right. say anything good at all. Just... She thinks every package got mailed out on time. And I like that. That's a good thing. Yeah. But sure. yeah, no, that. Uh, so you're going to say no on the strip club with your wife. I, I, I would rather watch my, my wife use the toilet after, you know. The only tiny, tiny positive I could possibly find out of it is maybe, maybe, gosh, I don't even know. Not even me. But, the, if, but if I was a weirdo, the only positive I could, I could think is that like, oh, I'm thinking like this chick and my wife are going to hit it off. And maybe we're going to have a ball, the three of us. But that's such a small percentage, and it's a percentage that I don't really want. You know what I mean? But if a person was to be like, "Yeah," because I've 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 seen that happen. Wait, what? I've seen guys go out and and and, and meet a stripper with their girlfriend oh, yeah. or something, and that stripper meets them later, and then they oh they, really? Oh sure, yeah, they go out and they have a blasty blast. That's happened. Man, you live in crazy circles. <laughs> no, I mean it's not, it's not it's not super common, but it's not that uncommon either. Like you go, you have a few. Hey, it's closing. I mean, time. at the end it's of the closing day, time. These, you want to go party? Usually, they want more money for that. At but, the end of the day, these strippers are just normal. It's called prostitution when it gets to that point. Drug addicts that live in the area. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that would be the only positive. But to me, that's not a positive. So I got yeah. nothing. No, I'm, I'm a big fat zero. I don't ever. I don't want. Her, I don't want her going to work with me. I don't want her going to the you strip know I'm club gonna with me. You know, I'm going to isolate that where you said I'm a big fat zero. <laughs> 
Good. Yeah, no, I don't know. Get, you know what? I started off the show with a protagonist. I was like, I'm good. I'm positive. And by the end of the show, I'm like, you know what? The wife can't go anywhere. I don't like anybody. You know, and have a good week. I will just tell you this to, to, in, in, uh, to end this out. When you said, you know, next to me, you felt like a super liberal and you were like, you know, wow, you know, and, the, and since you, that time, I'm going so far but left, I thought you, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say, I was ready and prepared for you to say, and since I've not been around you, I've re- dude, I'm super conservative now. Trump 2016, but it did, this <laughs> no, didn't are happen. You crazy? No, no, no. I'm not out of my mind. No, no, no. I just, <sighs> but it, it, I have, I have gone more and more that direction. I mean, dude, I, I still keep shit real. I understand that. I understand that all politics are fake, and I understand that like there's a food chain. So like, okay, if people eat meat. Joe Rogan put something on Twitter the other day where he was like, "Look, dude, people that don't eat meat, that's cool." But if you're gonna sit there and like shame Bill at do, you're you're a dick. And I get that. So I we brought it up today, but I really try not to bring it up a ton. Big deal. I don't ever say like you shouldn't eat eat whatever the F you want. It's cool. Right. So I don't want to be that dude. But like but I certainly uh if I was a car it would be steering more left than right for sure. Yeah. Well, I still have more work to do. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys uh very soon, episode in episode one oh nine. This is episode one oh eight of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll see you later. Good talking to you.